Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin. number to join us is 216-474-0092. The previous two games without Donovan Mitchell didn't really go as you'd hoped. And it, it, boy, it just absolutely screamed. And, you know, that's why you have great players. It screamed, boy, do you need this guy to win the way you want to win? Nothing wrong with that. I think most teams are probably put together that way. Teams that have really good players. You don't have that guy. You didn't win, Andy. You lost to Philadelphia and you lost to Orlando coming out of the break. Yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. I, I just he, sh- uh, you know, him being on the floor makes a difference, even if he's not at 100. percent And so I don't think it takes a genius to figure that one out. But I just didn't think, I, I don't know. I thought coming back in the break that it wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't feel as difficult as it does, especially against Orlando, Philly. I can kind of understand a little bit, but they're still banged up. And you know, for them to win against Washington last night, I thought it was a nice win last night, especially because. They're in control, they're in control, they're in control. Then he hit the fourth quarter, like, ooh, what's going on here? This isn't good. And then they pick up the pieces, and then they hit the baskets that are important late in the game. And I think that was just kind of the way the whole thing played out. And I, I like, I watched it, I was like, okay, they're going to win. I Like, I wasn't worried they were going to lose, but, man, it felt like they were just kind of letting it slip away. It just didn't feel like they were running in mud at some points during the fourth quarter. But then, in the end, they, they figured it out. We all know it's a game of runs. So we'll see what happens against Dallas. I think um, I think tomorrow night's going to be uh, – tomorrow night will be interesting. Luca in town. Yeah, Kyrie. Mark Cuban. Kyrie. In, a, in a T-shirt sitting courtside. Kyrie. Oh, yeah, there's that Kyrie fellow yeah, as well. Yeah, remember him? So yeah, that'll be fun. He's playing some pretty good basketball that, right that'll, now. That'll be fun. Interesting to me, Andy, in the uh, Orlando game, Darius Garland, and, and, of course, Darius missing serious time this year with – jaw injury and having it wired shut and you know, losing some weight and having to deal with some things. Uh, Darius in that game coming out of the All-Star break had 18 points, 10 assists. He was 6 of 12 shooting. Pretty good game. But they lost. Against Philadelphia, he was 6 of 13. He had 20 points and 9 assists. Pretty good game. Right? Pretty good game? Yep. Well, for some reason last night, Donovan Mitchell thought he needed to throw out some defense of Darius Garland. And not exactly sure why. Um, I I don't quite understand why completely. Uh, last night, Darius had 17 points and seven assists. He was six of 15 shooting, and he hit a couple of big threes late, but he hadn't had the best of shooting nights. But Donovan Mitchell wanted to come to the defense of his backcourt buddy, and Donovan had this to say after the win in Washington. I'm on social media, and I feel like people aren't giving him the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, I'd like to speak on that because I think it's you know what I mean? I think at the end of the day, he's he's a kid that's proved himself not only to this fan base but to this league, you know what I mean? So ready to rag on a kid for, what, one 
half of a season. I think that's BS. So uh, I've been waiting to say that, and I've been waiting, meaning to. So I'm, I'm glad I'm waiting tonight, just because he's he's continuing to find his way. Like you know, we it's been two months, and you know he's figuring out, slowly getting back to it. But at the end of the day, he's he's going to be there for us. You know, I understand that. Come playoffs, come whenever. Like we need we need him, and he knows that, and he's continuing to build. And we got all the confidence in him. But you know, too, the way people have been talking has been ridiculous to be honest with you so we got his back we know who he is and you know we'll be good I, I like the fact that he stood up for him I thought that was pretty awesome when I heard this the first time and I was like yeah he's got his back that's his teammates back and he wants to make sure the other thing that I'm just the only part that concerns me is I mean who cares what they're saying on social media I mean if they're ripping him so what you know he's going to be there for you at the end of the season you know it's going to take a little bit of time for him to come back I think sometimes you know even me at four o'clock in the morning last night just muting all kinds of lovers of our program. Um, like, why you am I doing this? You were up at 4 o'clock in the morning on social media? I was couldn't sleep. So I'm just like looking. I'm like, yeah, what's going on? What are people? Oh, there's someone that has nothing to do with their lives. So they decided they would start ripping. I, I don't know. It's just such a bad place. Social media. You is, can't sleep at 4 in the morning and you pull out social media in hopes of going to sleep? I was just bored. I couldn't sleep. I'm like, I got to follow. It, you know, after I do... New York Times reruns of Wagon Train. Ugh. That'll put you to sleep. Oh, that's a good point. No, I know. I'll do, I'll do New York Times uh, mini, Wordle, and then Connections. Three great games. Love playing all three of those games. And then if like I'm still awake, although it probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense to get your brain moving while you're playing like those those games. And now all of a sudden you're not going to fall back asleep. But I don't know. Maybe it wasn't four in the morning. Maybe it was a little bit later. But I've been waking up at four lately. I don't know why. Probably because I have things to do. Um, but uh, you know, I just, social media is just like, I, I love when people ask and say stuff when they want to be involved in our show and you have something meaningful to say, but I mean, is it worth it if you're a pro athlete? Well, let's, let's to tell, be digging through that. Let's no tell way. Donovan Mitchell, first of all, yeah, stay off social media. Yeah. There's don't, no reason don't, but I, if you feel like you need to defend <laughs> Darius. Okay. I, I think Darius is a terrific NBA player this year. Now, if, if anybody wants to, to get all over him, his scoring is down. Uh, he's It was over 21 points a game the previous two seasons. He's at 18.2. Remember now, he busted up jaw and everything else. Since he came back, he was on a minute restriction. Uh, that seems to be gone. His assists are down right, from 8.6 two years ago, 7.8 to 6.2 this year. And the thing that's glaring is his three-point shooting is down. Last year he was at 41%, this year at 34%. Overall, his shooting is up. Here's the deal. In order to make the the backcourt work with Donovan and Darius, Andy, I think somebody's got to step back just a little bit, and it appears to me that that guy has to be Darius. And I, I don't have any issues with what he's done this year. You know, Darius is a player, no issues. Darius and Donovan together in the backcourt, they've got to work through that. You know, they're, they're, there are things they have to work through there to make sure that they both produce, they both contribute, they both handle the ball a little bit, and that they get everybody else involved. And if, if Donovan felt the need for a public pep talk for Darius or to calm people down, whatever, okay, that, that's okay. I think bottom line is it's a better basketball team if Donovan is doing his thing and Darius is doing his thing, maybe not at the same volume that he did it at last year and the year before, but especially last year, you know, with Donovan here. 
Is the criticism deserved? Should he have stepped out and said, hey, ease up, man, chill out. He'll be fine. Is what criticism deserved? The, for, well, for him for, to jump back out there and say. For hey, Donovan to, yeah. to defend his teammate? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was necessary, but whatever. I mean, is the Garland criticism deserved? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. I'm not like I'm not I'm not there. And I think the 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 important part of what he was saying there was there's chemistry stuff still going on here. They're still trying to figure it out. And you know, I I I know you might say to yourself, Well, they've had plenty of time to figure it out, but I don't I always think it's an ongoing process. And sometimes teammates get cold, sometimes teammates get hot. Like I'm just looking back through leading scorers and Garland hasn't had a game where he was a leading scorer since I mean he was hurt for all that since December 11th but is, is that what we need I don't know that that's the case Here's, is he better off like I, I don't care who the leading scorer is I want five guys in double figures do you know what what hurts Darius it and I'm sure it's in the minds of folks that Donovan apparently reading about on or reading from on social media mm-hmm. it's I think a huge thing is that the Cavs played very well without him I think that's probably a big part of it. Are you better without good basketball players? No, you're not. But it's about the mix. And again, you've got to. I I don't think you can avoid it. I think you've got to figure it out and how to make it work more frequently with both of those guys. They played so well while Darius was out, and Evan was out too. Right. They played so well that I I think it taints those guys a little bit. But there has to JB's got to figure out the recipe, right? Isn't that what that's all about? Yeah, but he had before the All Star break. Okay, you know that. But he knew that he had a new ingredient when he came back. When both these guys came back, like you take away an ingredient, you take another one. Now you got to put it back in the mixing bowl. Now you got to put the other thing back. In you the go in the mixing bowl. Yeah. Just trying to find the right spices. Uh, um. Here's the thing, though. When Darius came back before the All Star break. They won like crazy with Darius. Now he was on a minutes restriction. Okay. Uh, The last three games, and again, Donovan didn't play. Darius played 37 against Orlando, 38 against Philadelphia. They lost both of those games. Donovan was back. He played 33 minutes. They won. But before the All-Star break, they were, what, 9-1, and 8-1 with Darius Garland playing. And now playing some limited minutes. He was in the 20s the whole time, except for the last two games when he played 31. And they won basketball games. He, he returned on January 31st. They've, they only lost one game, and they won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. So they went eight and one. And you can win, Andy. That's, that's real clear. So they found the mix. Can you go ahead and, and reduce minutes across the board? Should you reduce minutes across the board? As this season goes out, can you convince Darius maybe that, hey, 31 minutes is a great number of minutes for you? We don't need you 37 minutes. Can you back Donovan off? Should you? I think it depends on the game, don't you? Like, it depends on who you're playing. Yeah, I and agree how the style completely. The game's going. And I, they've only lost five games since the calendar year started. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty stunning. And they've only had back-to-back losses once, and we just happened to witness them. After the All Star break, I don't. Does that cause concern? Does that drag you down? Does that make you question, no. or wonder? Or, no, I'm not either. There, I'm not there either. And I just kind of feel like they just need to get moving a little. You know, it's like I, last night, even that end of the game felt sluggish. It just didn't feel like we've seen them move the ball, and you know, you got to be able to do it in the fourth quarter. I'm trying to remember what was the law, the Philadelphia loss. 
um, on February 12th before the break, I was like, that was an okay loss because they played so hard and tried to come back. They were down 10 late in that game, and they were able to come back and at least you know have a shot at the buzzer to try to either win it or tie it. And to me, that's I, I think that's more a reflection of what this team is than maybe what we've seen out of the last three games. But yesterday's a win. I mean, like, who's going to get mad over a win? They're still in second place. The gap's closed a little bit, but it's only one game. See what happens down the stretch here. I don't know. I'm still excited about this team. I just kind of feel like I want. I like. I feel like we're on the last. We're on the first lap of a you know mile race, and you know now we need to we need to pick things up a little bit. The mix in yesterday's game. Personally, and I know you were playing Washington. I know they're not very good. But the mix yesterday, Andy, is, and you touched on it earlier, is exactly what I would love to see on a nightly basis from any basketball team, and, and the Cavs in particular. Nobody had more than 22 points. That was Jared Allen. Nobody had more than 18 shots. That was Jared Allen. And you had somebody off the bench come up with a nice night. Karis LeVert had 18 points. You had five players score between 16 and 22 points. Man, you're tough to beat. Any team is tough to beat when you get that kind of a balance. Five guys between 16 and 22 points. Who are you going to try and shut down? It's a great point. Not not one guy in particular. You got a lot of guys. You, you can't shut them all down. And that's, to me, the, the way you can really win basketball games. Donovan clearly coming back from his illness, whatever he caught in Las Vegas, didn't stay in Vegas. Hopefully it didn't move to anybody else wearing a Cavalier uniform. He took only 10 shots yesterday in 36 minutes. That, to me, is the telling sign that, okay, he's not quite back yet. And though he was a factor and his presence helped a ton, he was not the deciding factor in the win. Team play was. And I, I think this team, as you get into the playoffs, and I know what they always say about the playoffs, you got to have that guy. Yes. You also don't have to have that guy with the ball in his hands all the time. You know, it's, it's, is it easier to defend one guy with the ball in his hands all the time or five guys who can move the ball and get easy baskets? It's easier to defend one guy. I don't care how good he is. So what's important here then, Jeff, as we go down? I mean, like Karis LeVert last night looked good. Like, I liked watching Karis, mm-hmm. especially at the end of the game last night. By the way, two two assists away from a triple-double for Karis. I, I, what I've always needs liked to, Karis LeVert. What needs to happen between now and the playoffs? What needs to happen? Well, Forgive me. I'll, I'll give you the reasons, things I think, uh, what needs to happen between now and the playoffs. The, the first one is obvious and it's stupid, but I think it's critically the most important. It's coming up on Baskin and Phelps. I'm Jeff Phelps. My partner over there is Andy Baskin. Jake's taking your phone calls at 216. It's Jake Murren. Not to be confused with Jake Volnick. Do you know how many Jakes we've had work here? Too many. Jake, probably the most popular name in Jake the history. Jake Chapman. Yeah. Yeah, who was with us last that, week. That or Andy. Andy, Andy's popular as well. Two one six four seven four zero zero nine two. There are two Jeffs who work here. That's true. During this uh, show, I'm so confused. Yeah. Yes, uh, is the number to join us. Andy asked, most important thing between now and the playoffs for the Cavaliers. All right, here's the boring, stupid answer that clearly is the most important one, and that's health. Mm-hmm. We we know that, so let's get that one out of the way. I, I think the the second most important thing, Andy. I like the concept of team play moving forward for the playoffs. I, I thought last year the Knicks did a really nice job of, hey, let's make sure we kind of make Donovan and Darius work for absolutely everything. Yeah. And when they did that, the Cavs didn't respond very well, I thought. And 
I would like to see continue to get shots for Evan Mobley, get shots for Jared Allen, have Karis LeVert step up off the bench. I, I think those are big things, real big things. I, I would love for this team to go into the playoffs with five real weapons, six maybe. You know, the the free agents they brought in, I'll have a thought on that in a second. Ryan's driving around in Pittsburgh. Hello, Ryan. Rhino. Andy, Jeff, Jake, Jake, Jeff as well. How are you gentlemen doing this morning? And we again. are good. What are you doing in Pittsburgh? <laughs> Oh, God, I couldn't wait to get out of there. I work as well, but heading down south now. Hey, uh, I tell you, uh, you know what? You brought up a lot of no-duh type of stuff, Jeff. And, again, that is health, obviously, so much. Uh-oh. Ryan, you with us? Yeah. There you go. Yes, go ahead. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we have 26 more games, obviously. And, again, it's just that um, the health, obviously, staying maintaining that chemistry evolved. Uh, you know, I, I think we'll be safe. Uh, the only thing is, obviously – it's one of those unique years where I don't think the optimism is anywhere near what I think it should be just because we're not prisoners of the moment, but we do uh, recognize, obviously, we just lost in the first round last year. Is this a real team? Are we strong? Is this, is this the Brad Doherty kind of team, you know, that we're, we need to be more stronger when it comes to, obviously, crunch time? I think that's who we are. I just feel that, man, the sky, honestly, is the limit. Can we beat the big guys, obviously, Milwaukee? Boston and God forbid, you know, a Joel Embiid in the first round, possibly. Um, again, there's so much stuff still on the table. It's just that I don't know too much fine tuning, Andy, like you're alluding to. Maybe minutes being taken away is the answer. Uh, I think just just keeping a rhythm, getting to the playoffs healthy, and I think God only knows what could occur. But anyway, guys, great show as always. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Ryan, thank you very much. Ryan buzzing around Pittsburgh when he's not in Vegas or Florida or anywhere else where he might possibly be. The other issue, Andy, that I think with this team is between now and the playoffs. And I wonder when you get to the playoffs, we touched on this, I know, a week or so ago. I wonder how vital the offseason acquisitions are going to be. And I don't mean to downplay what Max Struess and George Niang have done for this team. I just think the team is going to be so dependent and should be so dependent on Allen, Mobley, Mitchell, Garland in in the playoffs. I mean, they're going to go as far as those four guys take them, and they need to figure that out. If if Max Struess is the difference, if George Niang is the difference in a playoff game, I'd be surprised. I, I would – nothing against those guys. They've done a nice job. And he, he, Sam Merrill, Sam played six minutes last night. Sam can flat out shoot. Those are, but they're all gap guys, Jeff, right? I, I mean, no one's expecting them to come out and score 25 a night. No, but, but they, if you get but, one but of those Andy, nights where a guy gets hot and you need to leave him in the game, okay. No, but no, they no, showed no. that when everybody was out, they showed that they can actually contribute. And I, I think it's interesting last night, remember, with with coming out of the All-Star break and everybody kind of healthy except for Donovan and even before then, JB was trying to play 10 guys. Well, last night he played eight guys. Dean Wade played eight minutes. Sam Merrill played six minutes. Smith played no minutes. Is that a concern? On the floor. Are you? Does that concern you that you burn? No, guys out because by teams doing aren't this? teams aren't going to play guys. They're not going to play ten guys in the playoffs. However, I, I would love to see minutes down a little bit going into the playoffs. You're you're not in conserve mode yet. You're still trying to play for playoff position. You sure, try to win games, but I I just. 
if you want Sam Merrill to step in in the playoffs and hit some shots, well, you better give him some shots leading up to it. If you want Max Struess to help you from the outside and, and his shooting percentages haven't been great, you got to get him more than three shots. He played 27 minutes last night. He got three shots. And, and so if, if you don't think that those are going to be the guys who are going to help you, okay, then let her, let her fly. But I honestly think you're not – killing yourself if you don't get those guys the minutes and the playing time and, and the shots right now because I think playoff success is dependent on the four main guys and Karis LeVert coming off the bench personally. Andy is in. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. North Olmstead. Hi, Andy. Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey, Andy. How's it going, guys? Great. Hey, hey you know what? I, I think why there's a little concern. I want to touch on Darius and Donovan, too. I think why there's a little concern is, if you guys remember, the two games before the break were, were kind of clunky as well. We lost to Philly, and yeah. we got down by 17, yep. I think, was it to the Bulls. So this is technically five games in a row. And I'll tell you what, we played a Wizards team last night. They just traded off Gafford. They didn't have Avdia. They didn't have Kispert. They lost Koulibaly in the game. They were almost unrecognizable. <laughs> so... I, I guess uh, in what Jeff was saying, and he always steals my thunder, you know, I like team play too. Sorry, and I don't think, you know, for, from my standpoint, Jeff, it's not that I don't like Darius Garland. He's a very good player. I'm not a fan of the two small ball dominant guards. Like you said, I like team ball. And when Andy had mentioned, you know, Wade shooting 40%, he gives you great up and down defense, Merrill 44%. You just, I mean, this is the regular season. 
And I think that JB was forced. Let's be honest, you guys. He was forced. He lost the starting point guard and and the starting big. He had to go with what he had to go with. Yes, he did. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think that needs to be uh, 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 gotten out there, too. I mean, it's not something that JB came up with. And the ball movement. The ball movement. Come on. I mean, Jeff, Jeff, how many times have we seen, and I'm sorry with Darius, he'll dribble the ball, then give it off with, with a guy to shoot the ball. He's got like three seconds to shoot the ball. Donovan, <laughs> Donovan did a great job, Andy, of getting the ball to guys where they can do something with it and really getting everybody else involved. I, I thought the team looked phenomenal when he had the ball in his hands. That said, I agree with you. Darius is, Darius is a really good player. They've got to figure it out. And like, like last night, Struce, Wade, Merrill combined for seven shots. Okay, well, those guys are there to make outside shots. You didn't need them last night, apparently. Are you going to need them in the playoffs? I don't know, but somebody else is going to have to step up and hit some outside shots, and I, I just think they've got to work the ball as a team and, and maybe just fine-tune that so that when you get to the playoffs, you have that in your back pocket, Andy. That's the way you're playing ball. And hey, Jeff, Andy, one last thing, too. When you think about how you can improve your roster construction or just improve your team in general, other than a team development, which everybody has, we're not going to really be a player for free agency because of how we're going to be maxed out. We're not going to be a, a player in the draft because we really don't have a pick until 2030. I mean, you know, of any consequence. So it's going to have to be via the trade. Yep. So if you're not fiscally responsible with the salary cap that provides you the flexibility, I think a lot of the angst about Garland is, I mean, it's not his fault. I mean, he's not a max player. And it's just like Evan coming up now. I mean, I, I, I don't see a max player with him now, maybe down the road. And, 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 and with the second apron, I'm telling you, I'm going to keep saying that. If you get into that type of territory, you're going to really have limited uh, uh, maneuverability. And that, that's what concerns me. And that's why I'm hoping Donovan signs the contract and they move on from Garland only because to keep that flexibility. Because think about it. Do you think uh, Altman's phone's ringing for Darius Garland this summer? I don't think so. It's not because of the player. It's because of the contract. Andy, thank you very much. Andy, with some real valid thoughts all the way around there. And I, I think that's something that you're going to have to play out and see how it goes. You know, if, if you get into the playoffs this year, Andy, and it goes well, with Donovan and Darius, and you can put your own definition on it goes well. What does that mean? Does it mean you win a playoff series? Does it mean you win two, get to the conference finals? Does it mean you get to the NBA finals? You get to the NBA finals, everything's just fine. But whatever you decide that we're, you know, that's fine. This is mean. This means success. Andy's right. Not, the other not Andy, you yes, in this, yes. but, but he's right. You're going to start losing your first-round draft choices. Right. In 2025. And then every other year. And you don't have them. You know, you traded three of them to Utah and then two pick swaps in between. So that's that's tough. Andy's right about that. Free agents. This has never been a free agent destination for high-end free agents. It's been a destination for guys who might fit. You know, a guy you can pick up who you can give a little more money to than most. But the way to improve this team is by trades, if you feel you need to improve the team. So if it doesn't work this year and you get Mitchell to sign a contract extension, 
trades are the way to make it better. If you have, well, if you feel you have to do that, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just going back through you know Cavs history and thinking, okay, number one overall picks for this team have made a difference. Like anything, top five has kind of made a but difference. You, you but, can uh, you can ignore that fact for another five six years. That's not you know right. Well, you're still gonna have, you have every other. Thank you, Mr. Stepien. Yeah, but you don't because you gave a pick swap to Utah. That's right. So if you end up with a number one pick, Utah gets it. Yeah, they're in a little bit of a pickle. That's a good point. I, I don't know how – the only way they're going to do it is trades or somebody that maybe wants to come here. I don't know. When, when, I, I, and I mean, when's the last time you had that? LeBron and Kevin stayed. Okay. Extenuating circumstances on LeBron. Okay. And Kevin got paid. Well, whoever comes is going to get paid. I mean, it's not like – you know, if you're well, not going to get paid somewhere are, else, are you going to get, get paid? paid? Why would if the Cavs want you, Donovan, and you're Darius, a free agent, Evan on the way, Jarrett making pretty good money. I mean, they, they they have a lot of money into three or four key guys, which is okay. I mean, you have three or four key guys, you can fill out a roster. I I just Andy's right. If by chance it doesn't go the way you want it to. The way you're going to have to improve this team moving forward is through a trade. And clearly the guys to trade would be either one of the big guys, Evan Mobley or Jared Allen, or Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland. Jeff, this, but this is the way that's, to, that's if you have to, but this do is it. the history of the team. Get a number one pick, right? And, and you're not, Andy, there's no number one coming in. No, no. Soon. I'm just saying what I'm saying is if you go back and look at the history of the team, it's always like, okay, they got a number one or a number five, and we're going to build around them, but the only way we can build is by going out and making a trade. This team, Jeff, how far back do we have to go to look at it that way? I mean, you can even go back to Doherty and say, okay, they got Brad. How do they pick up the rest of the pieces with the, with those teams, right? They made a couple little trades here. Made, you know, well, Trades are a great way to build a team. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but the point of it is, is then you're going to have to trade an asset. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with trading. It's just that people seem to be married to. I I know I like it. You're you're married to the group that's here, but you know, is it the right fit? Evan along alongside Jared, is that the right fit? I like it. Donovan next to Darius, is that the right fit? I I think you can have a better fit. But if they go into the playoffs this year and do a nice job, what does that matter? Doesn't doesn't you, matter. Well, if it I works, mean, it works. Nice nice job as far as what? Like well, that, again, getting that's, in the playoffs, your, winning you know, in the playoffs, well, that, advancing in the playoffs. I think everybody can insert their own. Is this working well enough to not mess with it? Definition. I don't know. I'm listening to you, and I don't know how much more they can mess with it. Right. If, well, the only if, way if you mess with it is to make a blockbuster trade. Well, that's it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, they're not scared to do. They happen all the time in the NBA. Right. I mean, this is this is a nutty league. They they make big trades all the time in the NBA, and I just I just think that the Cavs fan base really likes this quartet of guys who they seem to be building around, and, the, and who the Cavs themselves have called the core four. Makes me think they wouldn't want to bust it up. However, there might come a point where you absolutely have to in order to make this team better, and a lot of it will depend on what happens with Donovan. Fun stuff. Good win last night. Clearly sitting pretty in the Eastern Conference. Scott Petrak will be going to the Combine.
covering all the guys running around in spandex. Who might the Browns end up with? Scott's next on Baskin and Phelps. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.